A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. After the crippled man had been cured, while Peter and John were still speaking to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple guard, and the Sadducees confronted them, disturbed that they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They laid hands on Peter and John and put them in custody until the next day, since it was already evening. But many of those who heard the word came to believe, and the number of men grew to about 5,000. On the next day, their leaders, elders, and scribes were assembled in Jerusalem with Annas the high priest, Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and all who were of the high, high priestly class. They brought them into their presence and questioned them, by what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, answered them, leaders of the people and elders, if we are being examined today about a good deed done to a leper, a cripple, namely by what means he was saved, then all of you and all the people of Israel should know that it was in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. In his name this man stands before you healed. He is the stone reject rejected by you the builders, which has become the cornerstone there is no salvation through anyone else, nor is there any other name under heaven given to the human race by which we are to be saved. Verbum Domini. Say that. 
Exio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Ioanem. Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way. Together were Simon Peter, Thomas, called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana and Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to him, I am to, the, to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we also will come with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, no. So he said to them, cast the net over the right side of the boat and you will find something. So they cast it and were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tucked in his garment, for he was lightly clad, and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat. They were not far from shore, only about a hundred yards, dragging the net with the fish. When they climbed out on shore, they saw a charcoal fire with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring me some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the net ashore full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Because they realized it was the Lord. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them, and in like manner the fish. This is now the third time Jesus was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. Verbum Domini. Something in the apostles and all of us is, is truly changed in the mystery of Christ, that in him and in no other name under heaven are we to be saved, in that to be in Christ, to be in him, 
requires of us um, ever deeper um, giving over of ourselves and trust to God. Now, we who are frail retain our inclination towards self-satisfaction, towards wanting to go by our own powers and to uh, have triumphs by our own powers. And fishing is one of those elements, which is strange in the male psyche, that we allow ourselves to become passive and wait upon another. Now, Peter is truly the only fish out of water here. All of them, as they have, have experienced the resurrection, and Peter actually three times already, as we find out elsewhere, that he appeared first to Peter and then to the 11 and then to the 12, uh, well, without Judas, so uh, 10 and 11. And that Peter in his tears has caught up to the Magdalene and now a whole sea of tears is before him. That we recognize now on the boat seemingly alone that Christ is preparing for us this delicious breakfast. So fish, what is bread and fish remind us of? Of course, the multiplication of the loaves, which itself foreshadowed the Most Holy Eucharist. And this, for this, for the celebration of this passionate love, which we have hidden from our eyes, just as Jesus himself was hidden, and he said, uh, it says, um, cast the net over the right side of the boat and you will find something. What will we find? Now, it's possible that the disciple who loved was beloved by Jesus already knew who this was. But what will the rest of us find? When we give up doing things according to our way and apply ourselves to, to carrying out the will of God, we will discover that it is the Lord. This is a beautiful mystery of the Most Holy Eucharist, that our Lord himself takes our fish. So yes, the fish, the talents, the, the daily works of our lives, the sufferings, the joy, our Lord takes those fishies that we give him and he cooks them. And he, and in that, that in the offertory, we give the bread and wine work of human hands, which is a symbol of our entire lives, most especially our hearts, our very person. And he transforms that into himself, in himself. So we are united 
in his passion and death and resurrection in the Most Holy Eucharist, in his own heart, flaming from this altar, in order that we may proclaim him in all that we are. To proclaim the gospel, we need to process. And for men, uh, of course, kind of, it's uh, kind of a, a fishing type of thing in, in our modern culture. But it's so beautiful that year by year we have this celebration, odd as some may be, and how necessary it is that our Lord himself uh, start the fire once more. Uh, for of our own power, we must so often become discouraged by our own inability to do what we would hope in our fallenness we could do, save ourselves. Our Lord, then our Lord himself is necessary and more than necessary. So, it's consoling to remember, and of course our consolation is that our Lord is always with us hidden so often in, within the mystery of suffering, of humility, of humiliation, but feeding us from that very spot, from his, his truly beautiful, his really powerful uh, presence in the Most Holy Eucharist. <clears throat> 